what's going on with the weather? And, and we, we've had, I don't know, the last couple of weeks, but I can think of two or three pretty major hailstorms that have taken place in uh, different parts of the province, right? Down around south, there seems to be a belt that we get really wicked hailstorms. And I've been through a few of them in and around the Calgary area where it's it's nasty, you know, it's just unbelievable storms that that tear through there um and there's work that's been done and i've heard about it before and i know it's been happening for years but i want to try and get a little bit more information about it it's attempts and efforts to try and head off some of that hail and make it not quite as bad as it was or could be try and suppress some of that hail so we're going to have a conversation with some of the people that are involved in that effort in our province right now we're speaking with adam brainerd who is a meteorologist with weather modification international um, and has been working on this adam thanks so much for joining us today i appreciate your time you bet. Um, let's just, first of all, the, the program, it, it's pilots, right? You've got a team of pilots that fly out and uh, and try and get a handle on this. I mean, how big is the team? Where is it stationed? Just give us some details on the team itself. Sure. We have five aircraft located across uh, south-central Alberta. Three of them are in Springbank, west of Calgary, and two of them are in Red Deer. Uh, there's 14 pilots, uh, two on each crew, and usually a few, few in reserve for down days. Um, we also have four meteorologists that work at an office at the Old Tisbury Airport where we have a weather radar that covers this entire area from Calgary to Red Deer and several smaller cities in between. Now, in terms of how you assess this, you know, where to go, that's part of it. I mean, that, that that's sort of where you deal with it. You're the meteorologist. I guess that's where it starts. That's where the day begins with you is where are we most likely to see this happen? For sure. Yeah, we start every day with the forecast and kind of get an idea of what the threat is, how big the hail could be, and then where the highest potential for hail is likely uh, throughout the, the province. The, our operations area is only from about Pinoca to High River. Uh, once we have that forecast in mind, uh, then we start to uh, monitor the weather radar satellite visually if we can see a storm is building over the foothills where they generally start. Uh, and as that process unfolds and start, storms start to move east into our protected area, which starts about Sundry and Cochrane area to the west, uh, we'll launch our aircraft. It, 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 like, is it just a belt? Like, is there just that area of the province where, you know, it's more susceptible to hailstorms? Yes, this part of Canada is, is definitely a, a hail alley. It's one of the most prolific hail regions in the entire world. Uh, kind of between Calgary, Sundry, Olds, up to Red Deer, that area, that corridor is very, very frequently hit with uh, significant hail. Um, okay, so now you have identified the storm. It's starting to happen. It, it, what do you do with the pilots? Like, What is the actual process and strategy that you deploy? So it's called glaciogenic cloud seeding. And what that is, uh, you operate it at two different levels. One plane is usually beneath the cloud at the cloud base. And one cloud is in, at the top of the feeder cloud, not the mature huge storm that's already raining out, the developing clouds that are going to become that main storm. And so we're seeding it both beneath that cloud base and at the top of those feeder clouds and injecting that cloud with silver iodide. And that's an ice nucleus uh, that can help disperse and freeze the water, the supercooled liquid water that's in the cloud onto the silver iodide as an ice nucleus and create lots and lots and lots of little smaller hailstones instead of fewer larger ones if that silver iodide and that extra ice nuclei were not there. Okay. And how, what does it do? Like, how does it actually change the structure and, and, and reduce the amount of hail? It just basically stems, it, it cuts it off, right? Like, it, it, it makes it fall before it gets big? Is that that simple? 
Yes and no. Uh, it's uh, it's fairly complicated, but to the cloud to the cloud environment, that silver iodide looks just like any other ice embryo uh, that would happen naturally. So when you inject that cloud with lots and lots of extra ice nuclei, you more equally distribute that the same amount of water in that cloud. But you distribute over more ice nuclei, so you get more smaller hail instead of fewer larger hailstones. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, how many times have you been up this year, do you think? I mean, we've had a pretty eventful year in terms of weather, and um, we've had a couple of hailstorms. I mean, how many times do you think you've actually put the team into action? So we've been in action since June 1st is our first start date. We've had 35 seating flights across those 16 days of operation. Wow. Okay. And how, I mean, is there any way of quantifying it and sort of, and I know that's part of the process is trying to assess what's gone on and how effective it's been. So what do you think would have happened without your team so far this year? It's really hard to assess on a storm-by-storm storm, uh, environment. Yeah. Nature's a terrible laboratory since you can't repeat the experiment with a seeded storm and a not-seeded storm. But the studies that look back on multiple seasons of, of operations where you have seed, many seeded storms and many not-seeded storms find a significant reduction in the hail damage that, that comes out. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Adam, thanks so much for being with us. I appreciate your time today.